This is episode 41, how Ilan built the habit of brushing his teeth in these 40s. This episode is sponsored by Vitaforce, a proudly South African brand that produces top quality vitamin and mineral supplements. And you can find out more about them at www.sleekgeek.co.za forward slash Vitaforce. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. It is Ilan here, your fearless leader, and today I'm flying solo on the Sleek Geek podcast. Today I'm going to talk about a very personal aspect of my journey, something authentic and something that I want to share with you. And the main reason why I want to share today's lesson with you about this event that happened in my life is because, as you know, at Sleek Geek, we are very passionate about talking about the power of habits and how to making behaviors into habits and how we believe this is the foundation of a healthy lifestyle. That is one of our core philosophies at Sleek Geek, and you will hear that coming through in all our podcasts, because at the end of the day, we believe that what's standing between you and the life that you aspire to or the life that you dream of is your habits. It's what you do each and every day. You are what you repeatedly do, and your life right now at this moment, as you are listening to this podcast, is the sum of all your habits and all those actions, good or bad. Okay, so what I'm going to talk about today is, it's a slightly embarrassing topic, but it's how I made brushing my teeth automatic in my 40s. All right, so I wrote this about a year ago um, on our blog, and it's something that I want to talk about today in the podcast, because a lot of people felt that the story um, helped them understand the principles better. You know, and I'm almost embarrassed to tell this story about my life because, you know, but I'll do it because I think it's an excellent learning moment for me. And I think it can be an excellent learning moment for you too, particularly about habits. And, you know, that's all I want is that I can teach you something. But, you know, it is ironic. And the reason I say that is because, you know, usually when Eric and I talk about habits, the first thing we say is, yeah, it's kind of like brushing your teeth, you know, because that's what most people have habitualized over years of repetition. In fact, I'd say that 99% of people listening to this podcast have probably habitualized, you know, brushing their teeth and have done so for, for their whole lives, you know. So that's why telling the story to you almost feels like a little bit of an irony to me and a little bit embarrassing. But it's odd. For some reason, neither my parents, neither of my parents when I was a kid, nor myself, um, as an adult, prioritize my teeth and my dental health. You know, I brush my teeth seldomly. I know, you know, cringe. It's really, it's hard for me even to say that. I mean, I feel ashamed. You know, and surprisingly, I never had bad breath nor dental issues. You know, although my teeth weren't, you know, they were skew and they weren't, you know, no one would look at me and think, wow, that guy's got great teeth. But they weren't looking at me either thinking, geez, that guy really neglects his dental health. But then in my 30s, I lost two teeth at separate occasions. And, you know, according to the dentist, this wasn't the consequence of poor hygiene. This is a bit of bad luck. 
but I couldn't stop to wonder and feel responsible and have some regret. And, you know, I've still yet to replace those two teeth up until today because, you know, the implants are like 20K each and other financial matters in my life have taken priority. And luckily for me, cosmetically, you don't really see that I'm missing those two teeth unless I open up my mouth really wide. And the dentist has told me that it's not a health concern. It's not impacting my health. Because my first priority is always to ask, is this thing having a negative impact on my health? And if something is having a negative impact on my health, then I prioritize that and I will find a way to solve it immediately. When something's just cosmetic, that's slightly different. I mean, I'd love to replace them tomorrow if I could. Um, so if anyone listening to this podcast has got 40K, I can send you my bank details. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So what I did was I decided to invest in braces first. Now to get braces as an adult is, you know, not an easy thing to do. But, you know, let's talk more about my journey. You know, before I lost weight and got in shape, because those of you listening to this podcast may or may not know, but Sleek Geek started because of my own personal journey. I was extremely out of shape. I was a chain smoker. I was a workaholic. I literally only focused on my career. And it didn't bother me that I had crooked teeth. It didn't bother me that I didn't have a great set of, um, you know, pearly whites because I think I just neglected myself physically as a whole. But, you know, as I started to get into shape and become more proud of my appearance and take more care in it, it did start to bother me, but not enough for me to do something about it. And then about two years ago, something fortuitous happened. You know, a high-end dental company who specialized in makeovers, they contacted me and they offered to do all the work I needed to get a Hollywood smile in exchange for me doing sponsored posts and everything to my followers. They recognized that I had a lot of people following me and they wanted to give me that freebie in, uh, you know, in, in exchange for, um, you know, a whole bunch of advertising kind of exposure to people who follow me. Um, and you know what, you know, the value, the, the value of that dentistry at their rates was about 150 K's worth, but I declined it because you know, I didn't think that I could really return their investment. I didn't feel like the type of people who listened to me or followed me were going to drop, you know, top dollar on high-end dentistry. And also, you know, I don't like owing people anything. So I, I turned that down. But something really important did happen in that process that resulted in an epiphany moment for me. When I went for the review of my teeth at this high-end dentist, the owner sat me down, very nice guy. Uh, he sat me down with a mirror to my face and he asked me some psychological questions. He dug deep and he asked me how I felt when people saw my teeth. And suddenly I realized that I in fact, I in fact you know, had been feeling ashamed without even really registering that. You know, he asked me how um, you know, it made me feel and I had to probe all of those things you know, when it came to dating, how it felt, you know, if my girlfriend you know, saw them especially, you know, and, you know, they've not commented in the past. I thought about it and I thought no girlfriend has really commented about my teeth, but I guess if we took them into the truth booth and we asked them, they would have probably said it was not a strength of mine. So, you know, then I thought to myself, cheapers, what if these people who've been close to me in my life have secretly just not said anything and thought that I had been negligent and it made me feel a little bit dirty, you know, it, 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 it hurt me. 
Um, and, you know, I asked myself, I questioned myself, why did I not build the habit of brushing my teeth as a child? It's something that nearly everyone out there does. You know, I mean, people of all classes, not a class thing, like people brushing their teeth. Why had I not mastered it? And so I reflected in that interview and it made me realize that I hardly smiled. Or when I smiled, it was kind of like a half smile. And even though I'm a warm and friendly person, although I believe I am, I think I didn't always give off that feeling to people because I was subconsciously so ashamed to smile fully and I wasn't aware for it. Now when the penny dropped about these limiting beliefs, it was a turning point in my life and it was extremely powerful. So I'm very grateful to Clifford and his team for calling me in because they really changed my life. I'll even give them a shout out, Hopti Smile, even though they didn't do any, any work for me. I'm grateful for that moment. And I decided that, you know, no matter what, a person who takes his health seriously, which is the identity I've built up for myself, and I wanted to be a person who had healthy teeth and cared about taking, you know, you know looking like they take care of themselves. I realized that as a leader of a community like Sleek Geek, when I stand up at public events, when I go speak at corporates, when I do all of these things, even though it's aesthetic, you know, the state of my teeth is saying something about my own personal care and my personal hygiene. And so this led me back. I then decided, you know what, you need to do this. Let me just think you, let me just talk to you about some of the reasoning. First of all, I said, look, is there anything that is a health concern that is going to be an issue? And I went back to my own original dentist to ask him these questions because I wanted to explore um, how I could go about paying for this myself. And the deal clincher was when my dentist, who's a very nice, honest guy, I've been with him for years, he said to me that because my teeth weren't straight, I had food traps that were very hard to get to and clean. And that was posing risk for infection. And in the long run, you know, if I had straighter teeth, I would have a better chance of keeping my mouth healthy. And that for me was what closed the deal. I straight away decided, well, you know, if this has an impact on my health, then you know, I absolutely want to and have to do this. You know, a bit of family history, back to my parents, my late parents, uh, bless their souls, both of them had false teeth by the age of 50, which is crazy. And, you know, I decided that I was not going to be part of that legacy. The health aspect drove me to take action because I've always prioritized health over cosmetics. So to save money, my dentist said, look, he said, why don't you go to this guy here in Cape Town? He's old school. He does all the kids at school. He does those railway tracks. Um, and, you know, that'll be a lot cheaper than any of these modern solutions that you get. Um, or, you know, here, the C-point rates, etc. So I went to the guy and, you know, I had those railway tracks for 18 months. Mm -hmm. And I paid him up front and I got the clear ones. So it wasn't too bad. Um, so that, you know, you had to look quite closely to see that I actually had braces but they definitely were there. But, you know, something magical happened. I was, in terms of this whole story that I'm telling you about how I learned how to brush my teeth, and this is when things started to change. I was told that with braces, because food can get trapped in it, it was especially important to focus on brushing and cleaning. And suddenly I was so excited about the prospect of finally having teeth I didn't have to feel ashamed about and being able to smile freely, that I was more keen to focus on my, my oral hygiene habits. So this whole new pride kind of kicked in, this whole new prospect of a fresh start, 
that I might be able to, you know, have a mouth that I was proud of. And that spurred me to focus very much on my oral hygiene habits. So that resulted in me going from hardly brushing my teeth into doing it twice a day, which is obviously what most people regard as normal. I even got excited about it. I was excited and emotionally connected to this idea of finally righting all the wrongs and having the confidence to smile more and be a warmer person. Now, this is the first lesson that I want to pause and just dig into is ultimately, you know, you need to be emotionally connected to something if you're going to build a habit around that. So you have to really want something in life at the end of the day if you're going to be able to build a habit that is sustainable and that you're going to continue to repeatedly do. There's got to be something in it for you. And now for the first time, I was starting to, you know, feel those rewards in my brain. I was starting to connect all of those dots, you know, and it was such a mindset change that I didn't even wait for the braces to come off before I started smiling more. I was walking around smiling like an idiot, even when I had these braces on. And, you know, I started to smile proudly and almost immediately brace face and all. And, you know, I just felt proud that I was taking action. So there's also a lesson in that. After 18 months that came off, um, they actually had to go on like two teeth. One of the things snapped that, you know, and I had to actually have braces for another three months on the front. But that's another story. We won't go there today. But I had those 18 months and they came off and I was so happy with the result. There was such a massive difference. Um, obviously, this is a podcast, so you can't see. But picture someone with really squiff, kind of skewed teeth. And, you know, now picture someone with, you know, straight teeth that look uh, fantastic. Obviously, I don't have the full Hollywood smile yet because it would cost extra money to do a few more cosmetics to even them out 100% and to whiten them, etc. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be Hollywood ready just yet, but I would say that the, the change in my teeth is night and day, and I'm now proud to smile, and I still have entrenched um, this habit of, you know, brushing my teeth twice a day, and it's actually absolutely become automatic. And, you know, I know it's a habit because it'll be harder for me to brush my teeth, to not brush my teeth over brushing them. It would feel weird if I did. Like, give you an example. Last night I was really tired. Um, I've just had a crazy week. There's a lot going on in all aspects of my life. I'm stressed, um, you know, and I just, I went to bed a little bit later than I should have. And now, what they didn't tell me is that, you know, even though I have braces, I have to wear a plate every night, which is not the most fun. I wish they would have told me that up front. Look, I still would have done it. But, the, you know, I have to wear a plate every night. And it was late at night and I was thinking, geez, do I really want to brush my teeth and put my plate in because I've got eczema on my hands and every time I wet my hands, I've then got to moisturize and, what a story. And I've almost decided, you know what, I'm going to just skip it tonight. But then I didn't. I thought to myself, no, you know, it's really just two minutes of effort and it's worth it. And I did it and I was proud of myself. And I think that's the test. Um, when something feels weird not to do, then I think you've entrenched it as a habit. So let's apply this to your health journey. Let's take going to the gym, for example. If, for example, right now where you're at in your journey, you're not really a gym goer, then Going to the gym might feel weird, okay, because it's new. Whereas once you've entrenched the habit of going to the gym, not going to the gym will feel weird. So that's really what you want to strive for. That's kind of the acid test. When something kind of feels weird if you don't do it, then you know you've entrenched it as a habit. But, you know, my habit lessons weren't over there. You know, next, 
came flossing. And flossing is something that I've always struggled with because I don't know about you, but I've got no coordination when it comes to dental floss. Like I, I kind of like can't even get it into my mouth, let alone get it on the right tooth. Um, you know, I find it such a story. You know, it's an absolute mess. And, and feel free to laugh if you're listening to this because it really is. It would go viral if you saw me flossing. But, you know, I decided that it was really important because flossing is an absolutely important part of, you know, in terms of your um, hygiene of your mouth. So, you know, one of the key principles that we teach when it comes to building habits is to make something easy and doable. The more easy it is and easy enough not to fail, the more chances that you are going to do something. So what did I did? I bought myself some of those dental flossing sticks. You know, and those I'm able to use and there's no more excuse anymore. And, you know, I'm now at the point where I floss, I floss as regularly as I should because I made the barrier to doing it easier. I made it simple. I made it doable. I took out the complexity. And, you know, another thing that you could do is you could just say, you know what, I'm just going to floss one tooth at first. And then, you know, when I've got mastered that, I'm going to floss two teeth. And I sometimes do that, you know, I sometimes will not even floss every tooth in my mouth. Some nights when I'm tired, I'll just floss a couple. And then some nights I'll floss all of them. But at the end of the day, the, the real key here is that tool that I found in terms of the flossing sticks. So think about how you can maybe apply these kind of things to your life. It might be, let's say, for example, you need to eat healthier, but you're a very busy executive with a hectic career and you don't have time to cook. Maybe the tool that you need is if you've got the if you've got the um, the income to do so. Maybe the tool that you need is to get a meal delivery service that does healthy meals to take away that problem and make it easier for you. Now that's just one example off the top of my head. But you've always got to be thinking if you're struggling to entrench something, how can you make it slightly easier? And you know that can happen in a few ways. It can happen by either scaling it down, which is the example I mentioned of flossing just one tooth, or it can happen by getting a tool or a resource or something like I mentioned with the dental flossing sticks. And so those are some things that you can absolutely consider while you are trying to build habits. The other thing or lesson in this is environmental design. So environmental design basically means that the, the environment that you design around yourself either sets you up for success or for failure. And the key principle here and we talk about this often um, when it comes to kitchen. We do a kitchen makeover where it's about having the right food in your home. But in this context, what environment design means is you should try and make things that are um, going to benefit you as convenient and easy as possible. And you should try and make things that aren't going to benefit you as inconvenient and hard as possible. So in this case, environment design for me is keeping my flossing sticks right next to my toothbrush because it is a mental cue and a visual cue that when I brush my teeth straight there and then I have the flossing sticks right in front of me and there's no excuse not to pick one up and use it. Now, if those flossing sticks were stuck at the back of my cupboard under my sink in the bathroom, there's far less chance that I would use them. And, you know, you can use this technique in many ways. Let's say you want to read more. You could just put um, some books that you're busy reading next to the couch that you sit every night and watch TV. And maybe just those books being right there on your coffee table is going to compel you to read something. So that's the power of environment design. So these are just a few principles that, you know, 
in practicality help you to build and create habits and make behaviors and actions into habits. So I still need to replace those two teeth <laughs> and do a little more cosmetic dentistry, as I said, to have the perfect smile. And one day, once I've paid for my wedding, um, for my elopement and sorted out you know, a few other priorities, I think I'll eventually get to those two missing teeth. Um, but you know, this was really just a lesson that I wanted to share with you because at Sleek Geek, we are very passionate about the idea that health is a habit. And you know, if you want to hear more on that topic, just look at our podcasts at sleekgeek.ca forward slash podcast, or just search for the podcast maybe on Spotify. But we've got a podcast on, you know, we've got plenty of podcasts on how to build habits and why health is a habit and all sorts of techniques around building habits. So that's all I got for you today. It was kind of weird doing a podcast alone without Eric, but um, I think it was pretty cool. And I really hope that you take something away from that and that you learn something. And thank you for giving me the, the safe space to, to share um, you know, my story with you, um, even though I was slightly ashamed about it. That's what I love about Sleek Geek is we have created a place that is safe and should be free of judgment. We're all on the journey, guys, and life is not easy. And we're here to lift each other up and to support each other and to respect each other. That's the Sleeky Code. I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Cheers. Mm -hmm.